Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch Community, and welcome to episode 55 of the 167 Podcast. I am Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church, and I'm here with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hello, Harrell. Harrell, Harrell, Harrell. I don't know what to... I, 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 don't... I can't do my usual response to that. I know. I know. I, yes, I finally Hey, cracked... Shannon, how's it going? <laughs> Darn it, I thought I cracked the code. So, did you have a lot of fun merrymaking I did. at Christmas? I, had, I, I'm, I Yes, a lot of merrymaking. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, marry, I made merry often. I don't know if that sounds, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> that does not sound appropriate at all. Let's see how many text messages we get after that. <laughs> yep, but we are coming on to closing out the year 2021, 2021. and uh, embarking on 2022, which sounds weird. Mm-hmm. It how, just sounds strange. How was 2021 for you? Better than 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still... Yeah, I still can't get over our first series in 2020 was best year ever. <laughs> like I'll never forget. Yeah, I will we're never have the best year ever. You know what? But maybe in some ways. M- well, I don't know. I mean, I did have my the, second daughter born, so it was there. You go. 2020. What the the, the were, weirdest year ever? It was weird. It what to me? It wasn't terrible. It was weird. The most impactful year ever. Maybe. Nope. No, 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 not, not the most impactful. Either. Not for me. Yeah, so um, got some ball games going on tomorrow. Got some national, got some semifinal games happening. Yep. Yeah, I don't. You know, who knows? Who are you pulling for? Michigan uh, or Georgia? I know, right? That's hard. We got an Auburn fan here. No, I mean, I would pick. But Georgia. SEC. I would pick. Yeah. Like mm. I, I'm rooting for. Like I want Alabama to destroy Cincinnati. Really? I, As an Auburn fan, I am I'm surprised. Because I'm sick of Cincinnati. <laughs> like, I would I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind a Cincinnati um win. I, no. But I don't think it's gonna happen. But no. I would like, I think it'd I be kind of cool. I want Nick Saban to beat them like eighty two to three. <laughs> and it might happen. <laughs> because they've talked about we want Alabama, we want we want Georgia, we want to be in the national title. Mm-hmm. But they're not gonna do well, and I, mean, I just want and I want them you know to this get is now, curb stomped. You're you're this is now like recorded for history that you said that. So I know, I know. So if I want happen, them curb stomped, <laughs> curb stomped. Wow, that's like a hob hobnail boot kind of comment that that um. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so <laughs> hey, uh, as we embark <laughs> on this. Uh, uh, Christmas Eve was wonderful. Uh, we gave our break to our to everyone, the tech band, and our volunteers, our wonderful volunteers who are also on the tech and band, and then our serve teams, mm-hmm. and said, uh, let's do an online service on the 26th. Yes. So we did that, <clears throat> which was good. Um, this Sunday, we are back together in worship uh, live, but we're just going to do one service. One service. One service at 11 o'clock. Yep. So... And um, it's going to be a good time. We're going to be doing, we've we've done kind of uh, some of this before, but we're going to actually follow a practice that has been around for since like 1775. 
I don't <laughs> I don't think we've ever done this on a Sunday morning since I've been around. Yeah, we are doing a covenant renewal service. Yeah, we've done it on worship nights. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I've mentioned it before, but yeah. we're, we're going to follow the liturgy of the covenant renewal service and celebrate communion together. Um, and you, you, yeah, and so we're going to do that uh, this coming Sunday, uh, January 2nd. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. So I thought what we would do... So yes. if you, if you want to start 2022 off right and yeah. not miss church the first Sunday... Hey! There Come to is. church. Hey, I just realized, I didn't ask you, how was your Christmas? It was fantastic. I'm sorry, I didn't ask. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> okay, that's all. No? I mean, the kid, the girls had a great time. Uh-huh. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, did you go see family, and did you, or did people come to you, or did y'all just stay? Yes, we went to, so the way um, Kara's... Ma or Care grew up doing breakfast at her grandparents' house mm-hmm. every year, and her grandfather is still alive, mm-hmm. so uh, we still do breakfast with them. Oh, cool! That's, and then, that's neat. And then, so that puts us on the other side of Douglas doing breakfast with them, and mm-hmm. then we come back and do like a late lunch, early dinner with my parents, and then do Christmas there mm-hmm. because we since. We used to go to Douglas and spend the night, but since we've had kids, yeah. we want them to wake up in their beds. I was going to say, so did you do the wake up at your house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, thanks to modern technology, we are currently in um, the state of um, Oklahoma right now. So. Well, I'm not. Yeah, you well, I, yes, me and my family. Oh. Um, yeah, so so we, we are in Oklahoma and enjoying, enjoying it immensely. So it's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so back to covenant renewal. I've noticed the last couple episodes, I'll like, well, I'll mention it and be like, so, and I go, hang on a minute. And then we'll go back to the mm-hmm. intro. <laughs> I don't do it on purpose. Some people are like, get to the information. <laughs> we don't want to hear about your trips. We don't want to know where you went. But then some people I've, do. I've heard they, I know. they like it. I know. Some people do. I mean, so. if you don't like the podcast, I doubt you're going to tell us. I mean, I hate it. Yeah. So. I mean, they're just not going to listen to it. They're just not going to listen to it, like Drew. <laughs> oh, now he didn't say he hated it. I he think just he just doesn't like, listen to it. I think he just, you know, he hears me a lot. <laughs> and so I don't think he's super keen on, I want to hear my wife more. I don't know. Maybe he maybe. does. <laughs> maybe we should have him on as a guest. I've, Drew's a fascinating guy. I would love to have him on. He here. is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he has some, <laughs> he has some of like the coolest hobby. I think they're cool. Other people yeah. would probably not like uh, yeah. him getting it. Dungeons and Dragons. I've always been interested in it, but I've never That's pulled the trigger. Devil. Yeah, we're not having that conversation today. <laughs> and like he was telling me the other day, he's really gotten into Formula One racing. Oh yeah, not doing it, but watching. Yeah, and video games. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And like, there's a really Netflix cool. thing on the Formula Formula One. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. So. Like Drew just has really cool like. I love having conversations with your husband. Well, I'm glad to know that. We will well, let's let's book him as a guest yeah. coming up for something. So back to covenant renewal service, Finally. right? So yeah. I want to give you a little. I've noticed we do a lot of. I've, I've we've been doing a lot of history stuff, which yeah. I, I'm a nerd like that. And I, I know al- you. I almost had a history degree, right? So, um, but I think it's cool for us to understand the background behind some of the things we do, or some of the things we celebrate, or don't, or whatever. I, I just I think that's intriguing. Well, yeah, and the whole like saying if you don't understand your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Yes, I, I mean I think that's very important. Very, yeah. And also with the church, 
if you don't understand where stuff came from, you're just following stuff blindly. Exactly. And and that's probably the most dangerous thing you can do in your faith. For sure. And and I don't know when exactly, but coming up, because I've already got a good portion of it, but one of our episodes is going to be on catechism. And that's just the whole idea of it's teaching the the understanding of why we do what we do, especially in regard to faith. And that the, the, the church, the capital C church, has failed to really teach and train people to understand why we do what we do and why we believe what we believe. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of just do it or take it on and go, well, that's because that's what granny did or that's what great, great grandpappy said. So Yeah. And I, and, think, I think that's one of the most dangerous part of, of my generation mm-hmm. is that we were only do, like majority of my generation was only doing church because their mom and dad mm-hmm. took them to church and now they're not going because there was, there, was, there was nothing to it. There was nothing to it. They and never the, dug it. Yeah, yeah. I read an article recently about that, and that's just this failure of catechesis. And it reminds me of this um, joke uh, illustration that I've said before, but I will mention it now because it totally fits. It's like we don't know why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's a story of um, a, a, a family, a family, husband and wife, and, and they are preparing uh, the meal, like maybe Thanksgiving dinner, I don't know, and they bought a ham, and she lops off two ends of the ham before she puts it in the oven, and, I, oh, I know, it was like a, and then like one of the children, maybe an adult child says, Mom, why did you do that? She's like, well, I don't know, my mom always did it. Let's call. So they call Grandma, and they're like, why do you cut off the ends of the ham before you put it in the oven? And she's like, you know what, I don't know, let's call Granny. So they call Granny and ask her, why did they cut off, why have they been cutting off the ends of the ham all these years? And she's like, oh, honey, the reason I did that is because our oven was too small. <laughs> and it's like, they just didn't know why they did what they did. There was They didn't know why. Mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes we lop off ends of things and we don't even know why we do it. And it was because there was no... No room in the inn, no room in the oven. So, um, tying it all back to Jesus. I'll trying to, trying, yeah, thank you, thank you. So, we're going to talk about much more about the, the failure of catechism. Um, and which is why I'm looking forward to actually, um, in early January, like the first weekend in Jan- uh, excuse me, February, uh, we are having what we're calling the journey weekend mm-hmm. for our fifth, sixth, and seventh grade students. Um, and it's just going to be a, uh, it, it'll be an enjoyable weekend. We're mm-hmm. going to be here at the church on Friday and Saturday night. Um, so they'll, you know, be kind of lock in ish, but, but there is purpose behind that weekend because we're going to be talking in large groups and small groups and in, in their devotion time and all that about what it basically Christianity 101. Yeah. What do we believe? Who is God? Who's the Holy Spirit? Who is Jesus? What's the purpose of the church? What is sin? What is salvation? You know what is what does communion mean? What does baptism mean? All these things, and you know we're not the end goal is not you know like you know Friday and Saturday night we're all together and then Sunday morning each child's going to stand up and and recite something or do something. It is just for these students at this crucial time in their life to grasp um, what faith is for them as an individual, mm-hmm. and it not be just well this is what mom and dad taught or. This is what the whole youth group is thinking, you know, like, but what do I know and understand and what do I believe? And then that student has the opportunity to choose what they want to do with that from there. Like if they haven't yet 
I'm said yes to Jesus, but they have this moment of understanding, then they can they can do that. Or, you know, they have an experienced baptism, then that could be an, something they could, you know, do at a at a the next baptism Sunday that we have. But yeah. it, but it's not for us to, you know, add students to our role, you know, nope. our membership, um, or anything Check like that. Check a box. That's right. No box checking. This is for them to to take on their faith for themselves mm-hmm. and to understand it. So I'm super looking forward to that. All the staffs involved in it, and of course, a lot of our key volunteers will be a part of that great weekend. And if I remember correctly, I think a registration is already available yep, online. Yep, registration is live. So, so if you go up to if you go to the porchcc.com and click on event signups, mm-hmm. you'll be able to see the journey weekend, yep. and it is live. I've already signed Mallory up. Yep, we. So. I think last I checked, we had seven or eight signed up already. That's fantastic. Yep. So, and I know after the. Now that we're on this end of, of some Chris, of the yeah. things, we'll be doing that. So the catechesis, that understanding, that teaching of why do we believe what we believe is important. And covenant renewal falls right into this same thing. Um, because and when you go back and you look in the Old Testament, Josh, there are so many examples and times when God has had a... a he has made himself known. He has you know, brought about... Uh, saving groups of people or speaking um, and revealing himself and the people uh, celebrated that and they and there were so many times God made covenant with his people um, and so it's this time when we renew that covenant it's a time for us to remember okay this is what God has done this is God's promise to us and li- <laughs> show me a time in scripture when God failed the covenant mm-hmm. didn't happen who found the covenant? People did. And so we're the ones that need to renew the covenant. Mm-hmm. What were you about to say? Uh, we've talked about covenant within the past year. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And then aspects of like God establishing the covenant and why mm-hmm. covenant is so much is so much bigger than what we... Yeah, um, it's not like a handshake promise. Yeah. Um, so when we're talking about covenant, this is like the most like binding mm-hmm. promise you can make with God. Right. Right, and I think the closest example that we have, um, and they call it a covenant. Yes, is the marriage, mm-hmm. and so that's the closest thing that we could even possibly, um, you know, try to understand. Yeah, and of course we and it still pales into comparison. Yeah, exactly, for the actual... exactly. So, but you think about um, in the Old Testament, there in the days of Moses and Joshua and Nehemiah, that God. Would call his people, and he would act, he he would want them to renew their devotion to the covenant that he had established with them, and so frequently the reason that that need was there was because <laughs> hello they forgot the covenant. Yep, they forgot what God had done. They forgot what they had drifted from devotion to Him, which mm-hmm. that hurts me personally right now because I just feel that the weight of that. Mm. Um, and so this has been true for of God's people through the ages. And so we we fail to appreciate just the depth of our spiritual laziness. I mean, and so here we are at the beginning of a new year, and it's this time when what do we do? We make all these promises. We make all these resolutions. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do differently. Um, they last a week. You know, I'm going to read the Bible all the way through, which, by the way, is why... 
um, starting January 9th, our kind of New Year series is the, the Bible. Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's going to be like, what is the Bible? How do you read it? What is the understanding of it? Because how many believers are like, you know what? I'm going to read my Bible more this year. I'm mm-hmm. going to do it. I'm going to do it. Well, we want to help people yep. with that resolution. And if you're looking for a great place to find a daily reading of the Bible, go mm-hmm. to the Bible app. Yep. It's created by... You uh, version. Version is created by Life Church. It's fantastic. It has hundreds of uh, yeah. You can find all sorts of yeah. reading plans. So, but if if you're going to start your phone, yeah, if you're going to start reading the Bible in a couple of days, go to Life uh, Version on your phone. Yep. And then if you uh, type in the Bible app, it'll pop up. Yeah, and it'll be I don't even little... think they call it Version anymore. I think it's just called the Bible. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think you could do either, but it'll be a little reddish brown Bible and mm-hmm. say Bible. Yep. Then, yep. It's really good. So, so we want to do that. We want to help. We want to help people um, with that, which is why we're doing that series. But so with covenant renewal, um, you know, there's it, it, it's God just saying, "What pause? I want you to pause. I want you to remember this, and let's let's re, you know renew this covenant that you have with us." Um, so in 1775, John Wesley, who I bring up a lot because he is, I mean, he is the the one who moved into the, you know, the, he took Arminianism and kind of our understanding of our doctrine of, of scripture and, and the doctrine of grace. And, and it's, it's formulated who we are as, as Methodists. Um, he introduced a covenant service and it became a very important part of the spiritual life of what they called then Methodist societies, because they weren't really churches. Mm. They were groups of people who were covenanting together um, to grow deeper in their faith. Not like a commune or anything. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. No, they had um, uh, like holy clubs and societies and, and a band, which is even a smaller group. Okay. Of and so it, it was really, it's where the term method comes from, Methodist. Gotcha. Um, it's very like kind of, this is what you did and okay. how is it with your soul and walk through those questions. And gotcha. Stuff like okay. Okay. So the origins of the covenant service... Um, this this idea of covenant it was it was very basic to John Wesley's understanding of Christian discipleship, which goes back to the whole catechesis thing we were just talking about. Like covenant is just basic to that, and Wesley he recognized that people needed not just to accept um, God, you know, and, and what Christ has done, but to grow in that relationship. Right? We mm-hmm. call that sanctification. You know that continuing on of yep. growing in our faith. We what do we say a lot around here? Our, the journey of faith, right? right Which right, is right. why we're calling that the journey weekend mm-hmm. for our students. Um, Just because it's easier, you don't have to say sanctification and then explain it. Yeah, yeah. but it is a journey. It's yeah. not a one-time no. deal. It's an ongoing thing. And and he knew this. He understood that. And so what he did is he emphasized that God's grace and God's love constantly is working and prompts us and, and and seeks to transform us that we're not supposed to stay where we are. And so, you know, the listener, uh, we don't want to be spiritually the same in 2022 as we were in 2021, do we? No, we want to be don't we want to have a deeper faith, a more profound faith, a more uh, understanding of, of what God calls us to, and it be showing in our lives and in how we work and how we how we live and how we work with our family and just how we make decisions, all those things. Don't we want that to be deeper? Don't we want that to be more um, 
focused. I would hope that that would be one of the things that's before us as we look into the new year. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I mean, and, and I'm challenged by that, Josh. I mean, I'm personally like, I, I want that. I don't, I don't want to be the same as I was in 2021. No, I mean, I don't think this is biblical, but I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm a firm believer that if you're not continually trying to grow, you're not, you're not going to stay where you are. You're going to get worse. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you, because that sin will take a greater hold mm-hmm. if you're not constantly seeking God. You talking about backsliding? Yeah, <laughs> Baptist backsliding. <laughs> I mean, but it's and it's, it's evident by yeah. how far back. Yeah. when you start at the fifth row of the church and you end up on the back row, <laughs> that's that, that's how big the sin is in oh, your life. Oh, okay. I did not know that. So all you people that sit near the back, now we know. Our spouses sit near the back. <laughs> I I sit in the back if I'm not. I'm about as far back as you can get. But um, no, I mean, I I think if there's never a point where you're actually you never hit a point where you're like I'm good, I've got it. Uh, yeah, and if you do, you're lying. You're you are believing a lie. You're you're farther back than you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so here's the thing, like so Wesley as he. Um, sees saw this. He saw the need to um, make this something that was tangible and real. And he, I mean, he was very good. He wanted to equip people. He wanted to equip all the people that were, you know, following this method. And so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but really, and so he was like, all right, we need some kind of regular ceremony, some kind of regular. Um, and I know when we say ceremony, sometimes we think it kind of takes the life out of it, but he really did mean like a very purposeful gathering that would help people to open themselves up to God more fully. And so he looked for ways of helping that and to hear God's challenge, to hear God's offer, to hear that and and to know it more deeply and to allow God to prompt them and all this. And so, as I mentioned, in 1750, or no, this was in 1755, Mm-hmm. He created a a service that he actually adop- adapted from a more Puritan tradition of of, of something they had been doing. So I know we kind of really kicked the Puritans in the shins um, in episode um, fifty four uh, with mean, Christmas could, yeah. and their poo poo and on Christmas. But but there was a a um, an intentional way in which they had developed this. And so he looked at that and was like, yeah. hmm. And so, but he, he wrote his own. And so he, he wrote this covenant service. He wrote it and he gave it a framework and it really fits in this idea of, of pastoral care and of preaching and guidance. And he, he wanted the people who were leading groups and, and then beginning to lead churches to know how to, to do this, um, this, this kind of covenant renewal, because the whole idea of it was to deal with the corporate needs of a particular group of disciples of groups of people. And, um, and it was all about personal devotion and corporate worship. So they, they came together. Um, and so with this, what Wesley put together, um, this was very kind of formal in a way. I mean, it started out as something very like, you met several times to talk about covenant renewal. You mm-hmm. met, you heard several sermons. You heard many explanations. You heard a lot of teaching on the covenant and covenant renewal. And then after that, an invitation would be sent um, for, quote, those as will, quote, to come to a covenant service. So it was like, okay, now that you understand, now you may come to this. 
And it was supposed to be like a day long type retreat for people to prepare themselves and they would pray and they would fast, Mm -hmm. self-examination, all this stuff. And then they would actually have the service. Mm -hmm. So this was very involved. Well, I mean, a covenant, renewing your covenant is a big deal. It's a big deal. And I mean, because the worst thing you can do is come into a covenant renewal and not take it as seriously as it is because it, it mm-hmm. I mean, it is literally realigning your life back to Christ. Yes, yes, yes. I and mean, so, that, like, yeah. it is literally going, I've been walking on this wide road and now I'm going to walk on this narrow road. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm sorry for everything I've done outside of this narrow road. Mm, yeah. Which, um, you know, one of the things that I, I want to do, um, and it will, it will be up, um, and available. Um, by the time this podcast airs, is I want to, we're going to publish, we're going to put out the actual renewal service so that people can read through it before Sunday even comes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll yeah. have a link to that so they can see like the parts that um, that I read and then the response that the congregation says back and how we participate in that so that the people can take that in and really mm-hmm. consider it beforehand. So we'll we'll make that available. Um, so like Wesley, um, this, um, the context of the covenant renewal would happen with the sacrament of communion, which is what we're also celebrating this Sunday. And Wesley firmly believed that this sacrament brought into, uh, the realm of experience that it it just made it real that all that was said in the covenant. And so he urged Methodists to pay the the highest regard to this moment and to put it at the center of their spiritual life, um, talking about communion, to share in it frequently. Um, but the process of, in and of itself of the covenant service, it didn't just end with the service. People were encouraged to continue to work out, like, what does this mean for my life? What are the implications of this? Um, what is, how is my relationship with God? Um, am I being renewed in and through Jesus Christ? Right? Because it was accepted that people might, might find this difficult to do without help and they might backslide. So there would be this, you know, we want to, this is why we're doing the service. Uh, I mean, excuse me, the series, the Bible, immediately following the covenant renewal because we want to help people with that. This is why we are um, uh, launching, uh, relaunching our community groups that mm-hmm. took a break over yep. the last you know month and a half. Um, they're starting back up with, with next week with the Bible series because mm-hmm. we want people to be in community, to grow, to be challenged in their faith, to be held accountable, to have people praying with them, all of this is so very intentional because, and we see Wesley um, putting this together and doing this from the very beginning of this movement that we call Methodist. Um, so he, what John Wesley did is he mass produced um, a pamphlet in 1780 called Directions for Renewing Our Covenant with God, and and it went and he it went to wherever it could go and where people were gathering and meeting so that they could use this. And the, the focus of it was on repentance through confession um, and this commitment. All of these were like a key focus of the service. And so, I mean, most definitely humility is a, is a key factor in this, um, that we need to 
be people who submit ourselves to the words that we're going to say in this liturgy, which is why we want to make it available. And you know what, listener, even if, I mean, you could just Google uh, covenant renew- Wesley's Covenant Renewal Service, and you will find a version of it, and you mm-hmm. can read through it. So, mm-hmm. But we're going to make it a little bit easier for you, but that's going to be available. Um, Wesley kept a journal. John Wesley kept a journal, and according to his journal... Um, Though the Covenant Renewal Service was held, is actually held on various occasions throughout the year. It wasn't just, but by the end of his life, the service was observed typically on that, the Sunday nearest January 1st, which is what we're doing. We're celebrating this on January 2nd. Um, And like way back then, the service, it's, it's a practice that continues in churches and communities today, and not just Methodist churches. I mean, by, yes, Methodist will participate in it or have the service, but a lot of others do as well. So beginning, you know, around the new year, and there's been revisions and adaptations, of course, but its purpose is, is this ceremony of commitment, and it's about ongoing discipleship. It's about Christ-like character, and, and that's always been the focus of it, even with, you know, little adaptations and revisions. Um, so I was mentioning uh, a lot of uh, United Methodists obviously share the Covenant Renewal Service, the Free Methodist Church, the Pilgrim Holiness Church. These are some in the U.S. Um, often they use this Covenant Renewal liturgy that we'd find. In Great Britain, um, the custom is for, uh, like us, to be held near the first of the year, um, also with communion, um, and it's about this renewal of commitment to Christ uh, and, and, and the church at the start of the year. And so this covenant renewal, it has within it, there's suggested hymns and stuff, which we will, we will choose songs um, that will be uh, it, part of this. Pertinent, yeah. yeah. Um, prayers, of course, um, scripture lessons, um, all of this together, communion. Um, Wesley wrote in his short history of the people called Methodists, he, he describes the first covenant service, um, and a similar account is to be found in his journal at the time. And he said the first service they held was on Monday, the 11th of August in 1755 at a French church at Spitalfields in London. And about 1,800 people were there, which is wow. wow. I know, right? And this covenant prayer and service, it's recognized uh, as really one of the most distinctive contributions of Methodism to all of Protestantism, right, in general. So it's not just the Methodists that use this. And um, it's it's been used from time to time by other Christian denominations and um, uh, groups that have met since then. So, um, so yeah, we're going to talk about that on this coming Sunday, January 2nd. We're going to talk about it. We're going to experience this covenant renewal together and go through it. And there's going to be, the reason I want to put out there the, the renewal is because it is a, a kind of a, you know, the leader, the people, you know, the prayer and, mm-hmm. and those things. And it's, it's going to be different than what many of us are used to, are used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, it's a profound and beautiful service. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we will, we'll share with, in, in the Lord's prayer and some scripture lessons and, and, um, and of course, communion. But I love that there's. Um, I'm looking at the renewal service right now, and I mean, there's some stuff. There's there's like, 
you know, asking for forgiveness for, for, um, a part where the people say, forgive us for when we have, forgive us for when we have not tried to reconcile with others. And when we have been slow to seek redemption. Oof. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, so it's those kinds of things that really lead us into, um, you know, this, this declaration, let me be your servant. Let me follow your commands. I will no longer follow my own desires. I give myself completely to your will. Oof. I'm not my own. I am yours alone. Make me into what you will. Rank me with those you will. Put me to use for you. Put me to suffering for you. Let me be employed for you. Let me be laid aside for you. Let me be lifted high for you. Let me be brought low for you. Let me be full or let me be empty. Let me have all things or let me have nothing. With a willing heart, I freely give everything to your pleasure and disposal. That is a declaration. Mm. You know? And so um, that's why we're making, I want to make this available so that people will, will be able to read through this and and um and really know what we're saying yeah. as we share in the service. So we're going to be celebrating that covenant renewal as we go into the new year. Yeah. Anything yeah. you want to add, Joshua? No, the the only thing I I want to add is something you said tag on to this, something you said in the last episode about mm-hmm. how uh this is so necessary coming out of the last year and a half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically 2 years, you Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, I I don't think there's a better way to kick off the year of 2022 than than focusing on Jesus. Yeah, for sure. So most definitely, and who he is, and and our part to play in it yeah. all. Um, it's needed. Uh, if there's someone who doesn't think they need renewal, I would just I would encourage you to re- rethink that assessment because we <laughs> rethink do rethink renewal. Yeah, rethink renewal. Yeah. Yeah. We need it. We need it. And so we're going to go into 2022 uh, very intentionally mm-hmm. as a church um, with an opportunity to renew our covenant with God, that the covenant that he's made with us that we have failed to keep. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And and we've, we've talked on the pod, this podcast about a season of expectancy, mm-hmm. and this Sunday seems like the season of action on our part. Ooh, yeah. That's, very, that's a or good Or Sunday point. of action on yeah. our part. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything we've expected... He's given. Here it is. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And so we're going to be uh, sharing in this service and sharing communion together at one service, 11 o'clock, this coming Sunday, January 2nd. Um, and we look forward to seeing everybody and being a part of that together. Yeah. So, so, yeah, this was a little bit shorter shorter yep. episode, but that's okay. We're all a little tired after everything that's been going on in our world. Yep. So, um, Porch Community, we love you, and we look forward to um, seeing you soon and talking with you soon, and uh, get ready, because 2022 is here, and we've got a lot in store, mm-hmm. um, and God's got a lot in store for us, and it's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right, well, we'll see you later. See you, bye. Happy New Year. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.